Christian, welcome to the show. Welcome to Ask the Experts with Alka. And this show is about bringing entrepreneurs who are dynamic, who are making moves in their industry, who are passionate about what they do, but they bring on the fire because he is making moves. He is on fire. He is doing what he's doing. And he is the true entrepreneur. But without further ado, I'm going to go into what he has done, what he has accomplished. So Christian began his journey, his quest, and he built a business with a fellow friend. He's a consultant. He consulted the top franchises in Europe. Christian, welcome to Ask the Experts with Alka. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much for uh, for the invite. So Christian, we were talking about mindset. Uh, so mindset is attitude. We talked about attitude, which is very important. We need the attitude. So it's like a composite it's like a cake so your good mental attitude is everything in life whether to your success or to your failure so christian what effect did growing up when you seen your parents in romania what effect did that have on you you see the things that they are coming together from uh, from your environment and you decide uh based on those how do you want to react you can say you can blame everybody and everything around you uh, and say oh this is that's the reason i'm not successful or i'm poor or everything else or you can uh, make that decision uh, where you can actually go into um, a mindset where you say this there is no option then just go and change the things that i want to change and make it better for myself and you mentioned bob proctor earlier um, and i think bob uh, um, you know gasoled his soul uh, was one of the greatest uh, coaches and trainers in the world and i used to call him uh, my friend bob because when we started uh, i started thinking into results one of his program a few years ago uh, i i would actually listen to him the two three times a day and in the car and going through his lessons and so on and i was like he was always in my head yeah so i would i connect with that a lot and i i said look uh, it's uh, it's enough for us to just make that decision and i said earlier you can make the decision to stay still or you can make a decision to move Absolutely. that's it and i've seen that on in uh, in comparison with the, my dad uh, you know when he was alive he decided that it's best to stay that way so he was blaming others for his own failures but my mom instead this she decided look uh, i might be in this situation but i have a the thing some some important things to do which was taking care of my kids uh-huh. so she yeah. went out of the comfort zone to go and travel and to travel to another country 20 something years ago from Romania it was not easy and try to bring stuff into Romania like clothes and all that stuff and try to sell them and make a profit on top of what you're earning again not easy mm-hmm. uh, so i learned from both uh, worlds and see it from from different perspectives and i say look uh, and i had so many people uh, they seen it either me being very cocky or very crazy because i said well, i was born to do something great in this world i, I don't know what it is but i that's how I was my thinking i was like i'm here to make a, a difference and make an impact on myself and the people i'm uh, i'm going to touch um, right yeah 
and and there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with saying i'm gonna i'm gonna make i'm gonna do great things i'm gonna be the greatest there's nothing wrong with that as long as we make an impact as long as we're making strides along the way i mean at the end of the day that's what counts and you have surely you've done that so what was that tipping point what would you say was that tipping point in your journey where you were to where you are right now and what do people what 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 is that if people are not clear about their ways they're not clear about their direction their goals what should be that tipping point what was it for you uh for me i think it was uh when i realized that uh if i don't take that action somebody else will take it for me so that was the the tipping point when i decided to to take the the reins of uh, of my life rather than allow other people to to do it for me uh, because you know it's it's so easy to uh, allow other people to it, it's it's very simple if you don't take the action somebody will do it for you it's like if you uh, if you don't uh, go out and check how the weather is, somebody's going to tell you. You're going to see it through the glass. You're like, oh, right. it's it's cold. But when you go out there and you know stick your hand out there, that's when you actually physically you do something for yourself without mm-hmm. waiting uh, for somebody else to do it. And I think it was I just had enough. I usually it's you everybody. Have, mm. uh, have that point when we decided we have, we had enough. Uh, I know I can do better, and I sat too much, and I should have done this twenty years ago. I mm-hmm. used to, I used to so many, so many. Like I used to, I should have done this, and I'm like, how about you do it now? Exactly, I love that. I love that because you know what? Sometimes we stay in that regret. Oh, you know, I could have done this. Oh, I I wish I could have, you know, I wanted to do that, but I didn't do it. But why not do it? And you took that stance. So you're that firm believer that you got to take the stance. So Christian, you know, I can relate to everything that you're saying because, you know, growing up where I grew up in India, um, you know, as kids, we didn't have, we were not provided, we, people were not provided. And sometimes you have to make your life the way you want to make it, the way you see it. So whether you were born with a silver spoon or whether you are not, but you have to go out there. So, you know, there is pain associated. I mean, I know like, you know, in my past, um, you know, I'd gone through pain, but how did I re- recover? And is is that was the moment that for me, that was a tipping point when I realized, okay, and just that what you said, okay, enough is enough. Sometimes we don't want to stay in that plateau. We want to go beyond to our potential, to our capabilities. And that is when I began also to realize, okay, well, you know, I, I don't want to be in this place. And so Christian, would you say to the viewers that pain is the same as business? That's an interesting question. Uh, what, what, what do you, what's your process? The pain, the pain is personal for sure. It's not business because even in, when you run a business, it's still personal. So the pain comes yeah, from personal yeah. experience and personal desire. That's where it comes from. And the business, when you put something in your business, usually at the beginning, the business is you. You wear all the hats. And the pain, it comes from 
I have to be a better manager. I have to be a better communicator. I have to be a better salesperson. So they all come in. You are the person. And then you start to just take you out of the equation and you become the leader. And the mm. leader is the follower in the same time because you have to follow other people in order to become a greater leader. And sometimes you, you, one of your leaders can be like my daughter and she's she's my mentor so many times and or can be somebody who's like super successful like uh, one of uh, like Grant Cardone or uh, Richie Dolan which they are my mentors uh, Bob Proctor again so those those uh, and I can count so many other people like Tony mm. Robbins you know there are so many great people out there but sometimes the people next to you like right next to you they are they give you some the great uh, life lessons and they they teach you so like small things which you don't realize until you notice i'll give an example uh, and this is my dog <laughs> which is funny uh, because she was she always like to chase this little dog she, dogs she, are good dogs are good uh, good uh, source of information <laughs> Yeah, for sure. So we went, one day we were walking by the canal here, just by the uh, by the water, and she's so focused on uh, the dogs that are coming in, and she she saw one like very further uh, away from us, but she was so focused on that dog that she couldn't see the other two passing like two meters away from her. And I was like, you see, this is exactly what we do. We are so focused sometimes on on one thing that. Mm. The opportunities are passing by like very close and we don't see them because yes. we're like that so you know those the going back to what, what i was trying to say is that you have to understand the environment it's congruent with your uh, your personal and your business and the drive comes from you but in the same time you need to be open to see other things because if you're if you're like tunnel vision to a certain extent then you're gonna miss uh, other other things that they are part of uh, of your uh, of your journey that's true so as an entrepreneur like you know people say an entrepreneur's journey is a very lonely journey because you're and you're right it, it is lonely because you've created the business you are the leader and you are the operator of your business so it is lonely being at the top so so when we when we see that and so you know as entrepreneurs we can't be wearing so many hats we can't be the marketer we can't be the sales guy we have to delegate how important is delegation and outsourcing the tasks so that as an owner christian of your company christian vanier how important is delegation to a business owner well put it this way do you want to scale your business or do you want to stay Yes. That's how important it is. <laughs> and one of the things that we do as an entrepreneurs and business owners is that we have the we we are hard to let things go, uh, you know, let part of the business go to somebody else. So that's why when you learn the importance of delegation, that's when you're going to scale. That's when you're going to start grow uh, 10x as they like Grant said because that the minute you bring other people which uh, they love what to do, uh, even if you're good at it, they they're gonna do that the same way you do the most thing that you love. I mean, I'm passionate about being the upfront man and speaking with communication with uh, with other people. If you ask me to do the admin stuff and you know type the content and all that, I know how to do it. I'm good at it. But do I love to do it? Mm-hmm. Not really. 
So, you know, and that's where the delegation comes in. You put ideas across to the person who enjoys it, and then you bring another person who's doing uh, like spreadsheets or somebody who's doing the marketing or somebody who's doing social media. Uh, I mean, my marketing team, uh, they are struggling to keep up with me because when my uh, uh, brain expanded, <laughs> my, uh, uh, I'm getting very inspired. I just go... Right, exactly. Your mind is racing. <laughs> yeah. And they say, you need to stop posting so much. And I was like, uh, well, tell that to my brain, because if I don't put <laughs> then it's not the same. But that that's the thing. You see, you you know what your what your passion is. Passion, yeah. And when the, the things that are helping to grow, that's where you need to delegate people. That's why delegation is, is crucial. Exactly. So let's talk about my fun, the, the fun stuff. Let's talk about money. Who no. doesn't like money? Everybody wants money. Where did the art of money begin for you? Where did that start? I think it started when I, uh, I acknowledged that I want more and I don't have enough. Exactly. So I growing up in Romania, yeah. So I had to make, uh, to find different ways to complement the money I was making by uh, trading uh, with somebody. Look, I have this, you have that, let's buy it. Or... Uh, work extra or fine it was always a trade you you trade mm. something for so you get more and i i you see people are talking now it was like 20 30 years ago uh, uh, later saying like oh you need to have multiple streams but i used to do that with multiple tradings mm-hmm. it wasn't financially we were just like oh, i have some milk you have extra milk you know give me some bread so we created those extra streams of income from necessity, mm. but also uh, the fact that we didn't want to go and uh, be, you know, uh, showing that you haven't paid your bills or stuff like that. I hate it. When you go and uh, you have like a board and shows all the people in, in the block of flats who lives in an apartment and you have to pay electricity, gas and stuff like that. And if you didn't pay the last month, you're coming red. And I'm like, I, I hate that. I'm like, I couldn't stand there. Like, <laughs> that needs to come out of it so yeah. every, uh, I, I made more money and more money and I had people even recently uh, telling me that uh, I'm uh, I'm greedy I'm like okay so why am I greedy that's the only, interesting yeah, because they said the only thing you think about it's, uh, it's money I'm like okay tell me more well I, I'm sure that you load it and you have lots of money and you, even then you're not enough you're not satisfied I'm like yeah but do you know what I do with the money yeah like, probably go and party and all that stuff I say well let me tell you what I do with the money and I say look part of the money are going to support uh, the causes I believe like mental health and uh, helping people with different needs then uh, part I, I help my family uh, to buy a house I helped my friends to buy a house when they didn't have the money and I said look right now if you ask me well how much money I have I'm like very little because my money are spread out spread out yeah and I just help people with the money I made because that's the reason I made it I know what it was and what it is and how it feels the most important one uh, the frustration of not be able to do something or to get something that you want and if I have the power to do it then I'll 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 give my house to somebody if I, if I know that that's going to help them more than me. 
Exactly, exactly. So you you have that you have that giving side of you, and it and you know what people people often do that people judge and people are just so quick to judge. It's like never judge a book by its cover, but when people don't know you, they are quick to judge. So Christian, when it comes to an entrepreneur, what would you say? What are the traits of an effective leadership? What makes an effective leader? In, in their own right, as you are even effective, you are just, you know, doing dynamic moves. And what would you say is an effective leader? Uh, I would say the, I would, and I said this before, uh, it's well, an effective leader uh, has to have the, quite a few um, strengths. One, it's the, he needs to know how to communicate. Communication is crucial in every uh, every business and every relationship. And as a leader, you have to be a great communicator, that's for sure. And uh, delegation, we talk about that. You need to know how to delegate in order to become a leader. And the one I mentioned uh, earlier was, you know, you need to be to know when to follow in order to become a great leader. And this is, I I, uh, I think it was actually Bob who said that in order to, in one of his uh, courses, he said, in order to become a great leader, you need to be a great follower. Yeah. yeah and uh those are i say the main three things that you have to be as a leader communication listen and know how to follow because you'll be surprised uh when you listen and especially if it's your team and your business when you listen to the people working with you and for you they have great ideas if you actually yeah. pay attention they exactly. have and if they if they are clear and you are clear on your uh, on your vision and your your uh, mission and they know exactly where they are in you see I missed one which is crucial integrity your mm-hmm. integrity has mm-hmm. to be yeah, we, we all go out of integrity very often sometimes uh, once a day but if you go back and acknowledge when when you are out of integrity with that person or with your business then those people, they're going to respect you and they're going to work and fight for you and fight your cause uh, just because they know that you are there for them and they're going to count on you. You need to be somebody they're going to rely and look up to. Exactly. I would also say empathy, um, you know, because to me, you know, when I had my when I had my fitness studio, if my clients, if I didn't empathize, if I didn't put myself in my client's shoes to, you know, where they were in their journey, in the fitness journey, I had to show empathy. I had to empathize. And so I also feel that empathy also is a part of an entrepreneur. How do you see your clients? Do you put yourself in your client's shoes? Like Christian, do you put yourself in your team members, you know, where they are, you know, whether they could be, um, say, for example, they might be sort of suffering, things might be going on in their personal life. In their personal life, whatever's going on, sometimes can depict and fall into the business. So I feel it's empathy. Do Do you feel empathy could also be part of an entrepreneur, how they relate to individuals? It is. Uh, I mean, if you don't, uh, and I, you said you said put yourself in in their shoes, but I, I would say it differently. Mm-hmm. I don't put my in their shoes. I understand what they want. Right. Because 
you can't it, put it, put yourself in their shoes means that you feel and think like them, which you cannot because you have a different perspective, different experience, and you think in a different way. But the minute you listen and you understand what they think and what they feel, then you can feel their shoes rather than put yourself yeah. in. I like that. You feel the gap that is missing in their shoes when they are moving. So let's say the, the shoes are too small or too big. So you either feel the gap or you open the, the gate for them to be to expand. So empathy, it's it's there, but mm-hmm. it has to be in a way that you come from uh, uh, from a perspective of non-judgment. Uh, you come with, uh, uh, don't take your uh, experience into place. You bring the experience into equation when you understand what uh, they want and how they want it. So you don't come with an opinion. And yeah. uh, I spoke with one of uh, one of my friends, uh, and uh, because I say I'm coaching when even I, when I'm not coaching, it's my brain just goes into that, and I can't I can't help it. Yeah. Uh, she said, and she mentioned, and I'm sure she's going to be fine for me to share with this, uh, uh, with with you and everybody, with the viewers and the listeners, is that uh, for many years she was, uh, you know, speaking with psychiatrists and all that stuff, and they they were given their advice from the perspective of, uh, I I need to find a cure. Mm. They were looking for a, a diagnostic and a cure rather yeah. than listening to what she has to say, yeah. and listen to her and let's say half an hour an hour and i just came with the i listened to what she said and i just reverted back to her she and she like (gasps) she got a hot moment (laughs) she was like what did you do i'm like people couldn't do it for such a long time i'm like i haven't done anything i just listened to you and i shifted and put it back to you so you can listen to yourself Rather than me just listen, taking notes and say, do this, do that. I say, look, so this is what you do. So this is how you do it. So the empathy and that is by listening from a different perspective rather than try to find the, the uh, find and give a solution. Yeah. And, you know, what you just said, that that is just so true because most people – they have people, we all have our different styles of how we communicate. And just that one method or that one solution to that problem could make a difference, that make a whole lot of difference to that individual. And you made a difference to, to your friend. Yes. So I think it's also in our, is how we communicate, what's that method, and we all have our styles. But, you know, that is just so beautiful. I love that because, you know, how do you solve a problem? But, you know, we all have our styles of how we go about solving the problem. So, Christian, out of all your accomplishments that you've had since you were young in Romania, seeing your parents hustle and grind and make their life possible and how you've made your life possible today, how you are grinding, how you are hustling, how you are just making moves in your in your expertise, in your industry um, and life in general. What is your one biggest accomplishment if you had to look back of everything that you've had and everything that you have done thus far? What would you say, or could be two, what would you say with those accomplishments that you are so proud of today as this amazing Christian Vanya, this amazing entrepreneur, this dynamic 
person. Uh, what would you say? What would those accomplishments? I think uh, the best one and uh, the biggest one, and sometimes I'm still uh, working on it. It's uh, the best accomplishment is for me to understand myself. Right. That's the best one because the uh, if you are not capable to understand what you want and uh, fight your fights and you know, fight your demons, uh, then uh, then you will uh, you will be in the, in the state of uh, unbalanced it's going to be you're not going to feel fulfilled so i think uh, the fact that uh, probably that's why i invested so much in myself uh, and try to learn uh, how to how i operate before i can uh, teach other people you know it's uh, uh, and so many people say like oh how can you teach uh, finance if you don't if you're not financially success- successful or how can you uh, tell somebody that uh, you know i'm a let's say a fitness consultant or health consultant when you're you know you eat all the crazy stuff you and broke. You, <laughs> or you might be broke so the, that one of those accomplishment is making that uh, connection with myself with the inner me and listen to that inner voice more than i used to do uh, because that's why when you're in uh, out of alignment then things are going sideways Mm-hmm. and the environment just comes and tells us look you're doing something wrong that's why you get all the nuts when people say like oh me again or said i'm i'm not i'm not that lucky. victim mentality <laughs> oh, right and they say like and then it's like oh i just got lucky I'm like you don't get lucky you make your luck so that's, that's my biggest accomplishment is being me and being me with the way i am because if i wouldn't be me then i wouldn't be able to 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 allow you to uh, allow is a, like a wrong word. I wouldn't be able to be here and you wouldn't be able to tell all these great things, which I appreciate you saying about me. Uh, because sometimes we have the tendency that we don't even acknowledge mm. who we are until people are coming to say, look, you're, you're a great person. What are you talking about? Yes. You know, and you're a great person as well. So, you know, when People are coming. Some people are looking for recognition. Some people don't even understand how great they are. And some people, they are like, I, I know who I am. And I'm a, a great person. And they can yeah. be cocky or they can be see like, wow, this person has like a great attitude. You know, they, they are confident. They are coming with that. But it comes with time. So that, that's my biggest accomplishment, me. And, and I love and that. So is building that me leadership before we can build that we leadership. I love it, Christian, love it. You know what? We have come to the top of the hour, but Christian, thank you so much. We, I really appreciate you. Thank you for the viewers that we can have you on the show with us today. With that, before we end, where can people connect with you? Where can they find you? Uh, where they can find me. They can find me everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> You're everywhere. <laughs> You're no. omnipresent. <laughs> I have, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, uh, but uh, probably the best way they, they can go to to my website and it's uh, christianvoina.com and it's C-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-V-O-I-N-E-A.com and uh, my IG uh, instant, for Instagram is, uh, I think it's Christian M. Voina. Okay, we'll find you. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, if you if you type my name, uh, it's uh, you can you can see it because uh, 
I'm, I'm the crazy guy who is always talking from different angles and uh, shares everything everywhere uh, because I like to, uh, to share uh, everything, including the the uh, lowest uh, of my uh, of my journey. Because I had people saying that even when you're on the low, you still inspire me. And I say, well, well, if that inspire you, then I'm not going to hold it back and hide it in when I'm in the corner mm-hmm. and sitting. Yeah. So I'll just share it because other people connect and they relate. So. Yeah, thank you. That that that's me everywhere. <laughs> that's you everywhere. Well, we'll find you. <laughs> thank you. So that is so awesome, Christian. Thank you so much for taking out your valuable time to being with us this morning. Totally appreciate that. So, friends, you know we have come to the end of the show, but tune in for Ask the Expert with Alco, where I'm going to be introducing amazing entrepreneurs who are dynamic or making moves in their industry so that you can improve your life and business. So we truly appreciate you. I appreciate you this morning. Thank you so much for tuning in and stay tuned for more Ask the Experts with Alco.